Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. This episode of NL Pass is sponsored by Anna Silva, Manuel Martin, Janusz Strisbeck, and Fishbowl Roll, new for the iPhone and iPad. Stanton the Fish's boring humdrum existence comes to an end when his bowl rolls through a portal to another dimension. Can you guide Stanton all the way through a wacky dream world to a bright candy-filled future? Download Fishbowl Roll for only $1.99 in the App Store today. Nobody's Listening, where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. Hey, podcast people. This is Nobody's Listening, special edition, NL Past Rewind, episode number three, brought to you the week of February 6, 2014. My name is James Kennison. I am your host through this, uh, for the next few minutes, through the archives of the Nobody's Listening podcast. I, uh, I hope that this podcast finds you well. And I can't believe we're already on the third episode. Can you believe it? Oh my gosh, three episodes. <laughs> yeah, it's a little humbling after 200 and what, three regular episodes over the course of six years. If this is your first time visiting with us, uh, I hope you enjoy it. But I also hope you will go to podcast.nlcast.com or, you know, your iTunes podcast casher and download all of the shows and listen to all of them so that you can become part of the NL cast nation. I just coined that phrase right now. There is no nation. Hey, before we get into today's, uh, NL past rewind moment, um, I want to tell you real quick, something that happened that was, uh, I don't know that it was funny. You will probably enjoy it. I, I was a little ashamed Um, but anyway, here we go. Here it is right here. I, uh, was walking around the block. My doctor has recently told me, you know, I'm 40. It's time to start exercising and I have to walk around the block at least once between visits so that when he asks me, have you been exercising? I can say, yes, 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 I have. Um, and I only go once like every two and a half, three months. So it's pretty sad when I can't say yes. Yes, I have. So anyway, we're doing that. And, and, uh, my kids are home. So, you know, Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna get on the bikes or they are. And, uh, I'm going to go walking. So I brought the dog. I never bring the dog. We have a dog. He is a, um, a word I can't say, um, Sue. You know, Shih Tzu. And uh, it's, that's why we bought him, so I could cuss legally. Now, he's, uh, he's a mop. He's less than a year old. He's a mess. He's good on a leash, though. And um, 
so we're walking around, you know, and he's doing his thing. And, you know, I realized I didn't bring any doggy poop bags. Uh, so that's awesome. But he, you know, he didn't, he didn't do number two anywhere. He didn't do number one anywhere either. I'm telling you, the dog is weird, but I'm glad that he's weird in the poop department. Um, but here to my story, we're walking around. My son's training wheels are jacked up and he keeps just flopping over to the left. It's always to the left, to the left, everything that he uh, owns on the left. And, uh, but luckily he wasn't hurting himself. And, uh, so he falls, he's way ahead. He falls into some grass, just flat out. Just, I mean, if he had landed on the concrete, he would have killed himself, but he lands in the grass and, and this lady in a, uh, one of them hybrid things, you know, you could tell it's a hybrid cause it's got them little sleek little Batman lines on the front and it's a tiny car and it c- covers the back wheels. You know, the, the fender, on the back covers half the wheel. That's how you know that you're saving the planet when you don't show all of your tires. Okay. So just be looking for that. But anyway, if you ever see somebody tell you, you know, they're trying to sell you a car and they're like, this thing gets 7,000 miles a gallon and you see four full tires, you can call his bluff and say, that's bull crap. Get me, get me something out here. that looks like a tiny Batman car with half wheels. Thank you so much. That's just some free, free advice there, straight from you to me. Anyway, so the the car's backing up, and and I'm I'm so immediately the parent thing comes up, and I'm so immediately frightened. But I don't. Even so, I, I feel helpless at the same time. So I quietly whisper to the dog, um, for no reason whatsoever. I said, "Please, ma'am, don't don't run over my kid." And I was very heartfelt. I mean, I felt the emotions. I I lived the the hospital visit and the 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 funeral and the years of no kid all in a millisecond. But the helplessness kept me from freaking out, you know. So she stops, and I see because uh, I I from I was at a distance. I could I had no um I had no depth perception there, you know. I couldn't see. So luckily, you know, he was in the grass. She had backed away. But when she stops, as I'm walking closer, you could see she, she saw him at some point. She slams on her little her little uh, earth-saving brakes. And uh, and she looks, and, and she sees this little five-year-old sprawled out, you know, next to her driveway. And, of course, she assumes that, that she has, has caused this boy harm, that, that the earth was saved, but she has killed a human being. With her echo car, uh, I, I I come walking up. I, I knew things were fine. I'm not one to freak out. Even if she had hit my child, I wouldn't have screamed at her. I would have dealt with the situation. So, um, so she she sees he's fine. She's backing up. She keeps looking at me, thinking that I'm going to um, rip her out of the car and make her eat leaves or something, um, which probably wouldn't be a problem for her. She's she was an older lady and. And she and I'm like, hey, you know, just waving. She was she was very very relieved that I wasn't rabid and going to bite off her face. And she just says, um, oh, I just you know I didn't know if I didn't no no no. He's been falling over this whole time. You know, it's fine, it's fine. So you know, being a socialite that the elderly woman was, 
uh, and and I am not. I would have been fine ending the conversation there, but she saw my dog. She's like, "I love your dog," and um, and I said, "Then I lied after all the the wonderful." You know, patience I had showed, you know, not freaking out, not yelling at her. What are you doing? Why are you not looking? Get a rear view mirror, you hippie. You know, all that kind of stuff. Um, I, I I said the the traditional suburban upper middle class white boy thing. She says, you know, I love your dog. And I said, um, I, well, I love him too. And she's like, yeah, I have a couple of shih tzus and... No, no, no. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we love him. We love him. And she pulls off, and there's no engine sound. It's just... And I was like, holy crap, my child was almost killed by a lady from the future. I was actually kind of impressed. I would have put that on his tombstone, run down in his prime by a uh, future lady. But anyway, the, the point is here that I lied I lied in front of my kids. My kids know I don't love that stupid dog. I hate him. They've heard me say I hate him. And I laughed right there on the sidewalk at the hypocrisy that my kids saw in me. I'm I'm ashamed to say that (laughs) I freaking hate that dog. I'm not ashamed. I hate him. I hate him. I like him more now. Actually, recently, like even since this update, because he's been... Doing better with the inside outside. Hey, the grass is for pooping. The the rugs scattered around the house are not for peeing on. So we're we're coming to a a place of understanding. He and I. Uh, but no, I don't. I don't love that dog. I did the the stupid standard response that I hate. You know, I hate it when other people do it. I hate. That's why I don't like Chick-fil-A. I love Chick-fil-A. I love their food. I love the people that work there. I hate saying thank you. You know why? Because they have to say. And once I tell you, you're going to be ruined just like me. They have got to say my pleasure. You get a soda. Thank you. They say my pleasure. They bring you soda. Thank you. Oh, oh, my pleasure. And, And I hate having to make them do it. I don't want to thank them anymore. So it's the same here. I said it. I said I love the dog. Dog is hated. The kids know I'm a liar now. The shame. The great amount of shame. But at least they're alive to hate me. So I guess that's a good thing. It's time for us to jump into our NLCast Rewind. Today it is brought to us um, by Mr. Dan, a.k.a. Dr. Louie, an old fan of the show. I don't know how old he is. I'm just saying he's been here. And in podcast years... He's old. He's an old fan. He goes way back. He says this. I would like to suggest the cookie jerky story from episode 176. He said it was one of the funniest stories I have heard on the podcast. He says, I also wanted to share how this story touched the life of one of the residents I used to take care of in a group home. He says, I know you're probably thinking, what? What? Cookie jerky touched someone's life? He says, I'll explain. I used to work in a group home with residents that were mentally challenged and I had and had other mental disorders. I used to play Nobody's Listening on the way to drop them off on their day programs, I guess in, in the vehicle there. Uh, the Cookie Jerky episode was playing one day and one of the girls thought it was a little disturbing at first, but then she realized it was just a joke and she thought it was hilarious. 
On some days when she was feeling down, I would look at her and yell, Cookie Jerky! And it would usually cheer her right up. And then she would ask to listen to the show again. I eventually burned it to a CD for her to listen to whenever she wants. Uh, He says, I don't work there anymore, but I ran into her a year or two after I quit. And she's no longer living in the group home. She's on her own with a minimal super... uh, with minimal supervision and she's getting married soon. That's amazing. I'd like to say it was all because of cookie jerky, but it probably wasn't. But the last time I ran into her, I did see cookie jerky and it still put a smile on her face. Thank you, James, AKA or Dan, AKA Dr. Louie dude. I mean, that is why I'm doing these right here is to go back in time and to hear, you know, because because you you podcast and you record it and you have fun doing it, and then you throw it out there in the world, and a lot of times you don't you don't hear anything. Podcasting can be a lonely business. You guys have always been awesome, and I've been spoiled by you. Um, but if I hadn't done this recap um, thing, I'd have never heard that. So. I love it. So without any further ado, in case you don't know about the cookie jerky story from episode 176, you can find that thing at podcast.nlcast.com or look it up in iTunes. Um, I got it right here. I'm going to play it for you. So here, listen up. Now it's time for my real weekly update. Uh, This is the one I promised two weeks ago. We didn't do a show last week, uh, and I apologize for that. But uh, here it is. I had mentioned at the end to the people in the chat room, I would tell you about uh, a story uh, or a, uh, a weekly update that I tagged with the keyword jerky. Okay. Yes. All right. So, um, and I always worry when I tell stories about my mom because uh, she, she, may, might she might listen to the show and then <laughs> she could call me and, and it could wreck what little bit of a relationship we have. Oh, you know, <laughs> so what did that call sound like James. I'm just curious. Oh my God. James. <laughs> Why did <laughs> <laughs> Please tell the people how well I do my mom's voice. First of all, spot on, <laughs> Jamesy. Jamesy, why did why did you put why did you have to tell them people that? How many people listen to your show? Well, about you know three to five thousand. Oh, good God, James, James, <laughs> I, I ain't never coming over again. I ain't never doing it. So yeah, pretty much exactly. My exactly goodness. what my mom sounds like. So anyway, oh, so she she came over to visit and as she's about to leave, she'd been there, you know, most of the day. It was time for the kids to go down for a nap, blah blah blah, They're getting cranky. Um she she pulls out this uh bag of jerky. You know, my grandmother used to make it, so it's not, you know, uncommon for us to have homemade beef jerky. Mm. But I don't know how to tell the story without totally dissing my mom. But I'll just say this. When she – my mom's not my grandma, okay? We can understand that. My grandma smoked, you know, a carton of cigarettes a day. You know, she – but she was awesome and she could make anything. She would make special jellos and – with, with, you know, coconut and and marshmallows and fruit cocktail mixed in the jello and it would make all these layers and, you know, she'd make us jerky and and, and dried fruits and all this stuff. It was so good. But when my mom pulled out this little, you know, sampler bag, little cocaine pouch of jerky – um, I, I may even have it on the desk for those of you watching. Oh, yes. Here it is. Oh, no. Okay. She pulled out this 
this right here, this little pack of uh, of jerky. And, and notice it's still in the bag. If that doesn't tell you something, I don't know what does. And I was noticing immediately that this jerky was a little bit brittle looking, a little bit crispier than normal, a little bit blacker like, than normal. Looks like bacon. Yeah, really it looks like thick bacon. sliced black bacon. So she's like, try it. I, I, I said, what? <laughs> what is it? What's it made out of? Because <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> there's no telling and my mom looks at the sky my my wife even later said she noticed it my, my mom oh. looked off into the sky for a moment like you do when you're thinking up something oh and no. she goes oh it's beef and i was like okay oh, so i no. i bite into it and i'm immediately hit with this salty crustiness all right this dry ultra dry it was just put in the the kiln for a little too long there you know it, it was brittle and crunchy mm. it was like chewing on a on a on a mummified zombie or something and i'm eating it and and then and then right after the saltiness i realize the saltiness is coming from from this and and she says it right as i'm tasting it she's like yeah i put a, um teriyaki sauce on it and and man teriyaki the the demon mm. of karaoke filled my throat. <laughs> it was gross, and um, so so I I finish it. My 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 kids are a lot more honest than me. Being six and three, they're going. I don't like it, and so they go spit it out in the trash. <laughs> me and my wife. Okay, so as we're munching on this stuff, suddenly this this recollective look comes on her face. Like she just remembered something and it was oh, no. moments, mere moments after I asked the question, what's it made out of? And beef came out. She goes, Oh, by the way, my little cookie died. Cookie. <gasps> oh no. Is her 700 year old, um, Yorkie dog, Yorkshire terrier. Um, this dog had cancer most of its life. And oh. lost all of it, most of the teeth on its left side of its face, like fifteen <laughs> years ago, and and so the tongue would hang out the side of his mouth. Ugh. Ugliest dog in the world, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, it was. It hated everyone. It was like a little rat that lived under her bed. Uh, and uh, so suddenly, you know, I I don't think anything of it. So we say goodbye. We leave. We come back in. My wife is laughing with tears streaming down her face. And she grabs the bag and says, want some cookie? She says, you want some <gasps> cookie jerky? No. And I didn't understand what she meant. I was like, good jerky made out of, oh, my God, it's the dog. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> No, she wouldn't have done that, right? I don't know. That's why I can't eat anymore. <laughs> it's black. I told you it tasted like mummified zombie. This is cancer dog meat right here. She didn't even have to dry it out. She just cut homeboy open and this fell out of his carcass. Why would she say that? As I don't doing- know. That's why we're wondering. <laughs> Oh, that's disgusting. Cookie jerky. (laughs) (laughs) Cookie jerky. Oh, Oh, my cookie died. Oh, cookie. By the way, while you're eating that, that reminds me. (laughs) Cookie died. Cookie cookie died, but cookie was not laid to rest. That's all I'm saying. I just, it just sounds like something my mom might try to pull. You guys hated my dog all this time. I'll show y'all. It's like some Hitchcock thriller where they cook the dog and make you eat it, you know, and you don't even know. So, oh, that's the worst. By the way, you'll find out how you can win your very own bag of cookie jerky a little later in the show. Yeah. <laughs> and you too can relive the horror of possibly oh. eating a cancer dog. Oh, dude. No, I'm just going to pretend. 
that there's no possible way that she could yeah. have done that. Yeah. She just shaved the dog and oh, no, no, no. <laughs> she put him on a she put him on a deli slicer. <laughs> just worked that thing down. <laughs> Bones and all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so sick. <laughs> Cookie jerky. Cookie jerky. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm. Oh, There's my update. What you got? Oh, man. Mm. Nothing that good. Okay. Or crunchy. <laughs> Maybe it was so crunchy. I swear I was picking little hairs out of out of it. I just uh-huh. I just imagine the fibers were actually matted <laughs> dog hair. <laughs> like little dog dingleberries just pressed. Oh gosh. Pressed oh. and <laughs> for the love. Dehydrated. Uh, have you ever seen a picture of the world's ugliest dog? Yes, yes, yes. When you say cookie, that's the dog I'm imagining. Yeah, it's not much different except smaller uh-huh. and more hair. <laughs> but yeah, are so nasty. The tongue sticking out of the mouth, like to the side. Yeah, it was just classic. Uh, it looks like roadkill, except for it jumps up and runs after you. Yeah, here's what it looks like right here. It's in this bag. So. <laughs> Oh man, it takes a while to get there, but it paid off, right? All right, hey, I got some trivia for you. As I was listening through it, I had some, I had some memories there. Um, I was I had mentioned that my mom, um, you know, I, I didn't want to talk about her because I was afraid she'd find the show. My my mom, in all the years I've podcasted, I don't think has ever admitted to me anyway, or shown me in any way that she has listened to any of the shows that I've done. Um, so I, I think I'm pretty safe, pretty safe. And, uh, you know, it's not like she could, <laughs> she could deny it. I mean, it was all true. I just can't help my perception of, uh, of the, of the black, nasty, fibrous jerky. Um, I also, uh, remembered my mom visiting was a fairly new thing because we had only recently, you know, moved from Kansas city to Florida and uh, the closest relative, you know, all the grandparents and aunts and uncles was my mom. And uh, it's about an hour and a half north of, of where we're at. And so um, my mom's cooking has never been really my favorite. And her experiments have definitely never been my favorite. And uh, that leads me to my next point. Um, I had mentioned how the beef seemed dry and brittle, black. I, I mentioned that she said it was uh, well. I mentioned it was salty, and that she had doused it with um, uh, not turpentine. What am I trying to say? Teriyaki sauce. And I realized just now, um, the, the, kind of the way my mom thinks about things. She doesn't like to throw anything away, and I'm sure many of your parents and grandparents are the same way. And um, she has always, in my entire life, the time I've known her. Um, had at least one, if not two or three deep freezes. These things were, I think, popular in the 70s and 80s where they were, you know, about four foot tall with a big giant thing. You could, you know, the ones you you put bodies in, you know, if you need to hide them and freeze them. And this jokers, these these things were always full to the brim because this is about the same time Sam's Club came out. Man, you could buy a, a whole cow cut up in individually packaged and you could place this thing in there. You could hide birthday cakes and pre-made 
pies and pie crusts and baking chocolate and anything, you know, leftovers, you know, a, a dog, you know, whatever, into this thing. And then it would frost over and turn into a solid chunk of brittle, loosely packed, but solid, um, a big giant ice cube. So these freezers, um, you know, were, were basically big old ice cube molds. Um, and ours was definitely that way. I mean, literally, anytime you wanted to get anything out of it, you had an, there was an ice pick on hand, and you could stab and 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 rip your way down to the um, the popsicles, you know, and get your popsicle, and then put the the hamburger back from from 1970. I say all that to say that I could. I, the reason I now believe that the jerky, of course, it wasn't from a dog. Uh, but the reason why it was so cruddy may have been even worse. I could just see her going through a freezer, maybe an out, a power outage, and or maybe it was time to clean clean up. I you know, God forbid, go through all that. But something happened. I guarantee you. Maybe it was even in her own freezer uh, where this meat was possibly years old. Years. I I I know this because. People believe that when you put something in a freezer, time stops. It doesn't, by the way. Um, but she, I could see her pulling that thing out and saying, what can I do with this? You know what? I'll dehydrate it. It'll kill <laughs> anything in it. Um, and I will douse it with teriyaki to mask the, um, the ancientness of it. And, um, and, and even though after I'm done, you could put a mummified Egyptian cat next to it and it would, and a blind taste tester would not be able to tell the difference. I am going to make this work and then I will share it with my, my family. So I totally believe that with all my heart that this stuff, cause it's, it's not like it's not done. If you didn't know, Wendy's. Um, they're chili, and this is not a bad thing, but anytime they have a hamburger that that because they have a system and and it cooks it and you flip it and you move it down the down the line. But when it gets overcooked and it's not used within this 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 certain amount of time, it gets put in a drawer uh, full of hot water. And then the next day, after they've boiled this this overcooked meat from the day before, they Pour in chili mix and they turn it into chili. And you, you know, you love the chili. It's fine. A little crispy, you don't even notice. It's fine. It's awesome. No problem with that at all. But uh, it definitely makes you think, you know, if Dave thought of it and he was a great guy, you know, redheaded daughter and all that stuff, um, and I miss him. But uh, if he thought of it, my mom definitely. Definitely was into the uh, recycling business. I live my life uh, free of any, um, what do you call them? Uh, I don't even know the name. Leftovers. I don't do it directly because of those freezers <laughs> and just keeping food. And I live by the motto, it went in doubt, throw it out. So anyway, you should too. Uh, lastly, um, I'd mentioned in the, in the little story there about the hairs, that there were hairs 
in there, or I imagine there were, and I remembered I, I, the, the image of that jerky. It was very fibrous. It was very fibrous. And again, I don't believe it was dog, but I'm going to tell you in the moment, uh, uh, well, because my wife you know, told me after I'd eaten it, but you flash back to that moment, and I kind of replayed some of it, and, and, and I remembered in that moment when I had bit through it, and the fibers, there were just meat fibers, they were tearing and kind of hanging, and I panicked for a minute, and for real, when my wife joked with me, I legitimately had to go and check to see that those weren't Yorkshire Terrier little black and brown hairs coming off that stuff, so... Uh, but no, my mom is not Hitchcock. She's not. She's not evil. I say that, and then watch. She'll listen to the show, and she'll be like, <laughs> "You don't know it wasn't him." <laughs> hey, here is the uh, the recap song from that. I, I I'm not gonna play the whole thing, but uh, I cropped out the part that had to do with Cookie Jerky. So enjoy. Okay. Um, well, help me out. sing about cookie jerky. Oh, goodness. My Please. mom, she is a special lady, and she loves her baby. His name is Cookie. Well, Cookie died. I'm sure she cried, but she found a way to cook him without frying him. She just dehydrated him. <laughs> oh, Cookie. Now you live in my tummy You're with me every day You're probably part of my insides now Your nourishment has helped me live And I'm glad that you could give Just a little bit of your life away (laughs) Oh, cancer It is not funny (laughs) Especially when it's inside dry jerky Cancer, it's not a laughing matter. I hope she cleaned you up and there was no fecal matter. (laughs) Yeah, no fecal matter indeed. All right. Hey, thank you so much for that, Um, uh, uh, Dan. I appreciate your contribution. Um, Hey, I got a couple stories I want to read because people still send stuff in, even though we hadn't been doing, you know, regular shows. Jay says, once when I was six or seven, I was helping uh, my mom bake cookies. She gave me a taste of sugar and I loved it. I wanted more, but she wouldn't give me more. However, I did see where she put it away. So later when she went to the bathroom, I pulled a stool up to the cupboard. I reached for the sugar. I took a big swallow. And though it tasted kind of funny, uh... I looked at the canister and noticed uh, it was not the same one as the sugar jar. And then I puked in the kitchen sink for about five minutes straight because I had eaten an entire handful of salt from Jace. Oh, gosh. Hello, nobody's listening. My name is uh, KK. KK is, uh, by the way, from um, China. He says, it is my first time writing to you guys and I am 10 years old now. So here's my story. Uh, On one day, this is true, trust me, I came home from my school. I did my homework while I was listening to the podcast. I don't know how that's possible, but I'm good on you, man, KK. Uh, Then my mom came back. I normally locked the door. So my mom told me to open it. And uh, apparently this is the front door. So I tried, but the door was stuck. So my mom called a guy to come and get me out. 
of my room with a stupid door. Oh, okay. So he was in his room. He was locked in his room. His room with a stupid door to save him. So the guy comes, but it's useless. My mom got so angry at the door that she kicked it so hard it opened. Wow, he writes. And he says, uh, just to let you guys know, I am from Hong Kong, China, Asia. And most people will be surprised that I speak fluent English, and it's true. And that's my favorite part. So, uh, KK, you only got on because you're 10, man. And I love it. You're like the youngest dude to uh, ever write in his own story, you know. So I hope you enjoy this, even though it was like a few months ago that you sent it in. So, But um, that's awesome, man. I love it. If you are from outside of the country, I'm going to tell you, if you email me and tell me, you could lie. You could be like, I'm from Botswana. And I will I will read your stuff if I'll read my fellow Americans stuff because it's it's just a you know, it's an ego trip, really, to be honest. Plus I love I love people that are far away. It's awesome. I've only been to Ireland and um to Spain, but I loved it. Most of it. I didn't like losing my luggage in Spain and not being able to speak to anyone. But uh, it definitely sparked something in me where I just I would love to visit every country. So, China, thank you, thank you so much, KK, for for writing in. Thank you, Jace. Uh, I got an email here, um, Jay James. My name is Megan, and I just wanted to tell you that I love all your shows. And I'm sorry to hear that actually, because most of my shows aren't in production, but I appreciate it. I have listened to at least ten episodes of each one. My favorite has to be Nobody's Listening. It's my favorite too. Though, I found it on iTunes about a year and a half ago. I have listened to all of them. And I really want you to start doing them again. But I understand that you want to be sure before you get started. And I appreciate that. This is the first time that I have written in. Since I am in middle school, I hope I didn't mess up on the spelling and grammars too much. Thank you for being so awesome, Megan. Well, Megan, you did awesome. You are the best read, uh, best written uh, middle schooler in the history of of nobody's listening. So Megan, boom, you get an invisible, worthless, uh, uh, invisible pen that you can stick on your, on your clothes, on your invisible, non-existent, nobody's listening shirt. And, uh, thank you so much, Megan, everybody just Megan's the best middle schooler ever. Okay. Dear James, thank you for creating NL cast. Even though I found it after its last episode, I went back and listened to all of them. See, I'm telling you, you got to do it. Your podcast really inspired me to start podcasting, and thank you for that. Um, he says, also, I have a story. If the show ever does come back, well, it's kind of limping back, so let's read it. So I was playing Lord of the Rings Monopoly with one of my friends, and they started complaining about the amount of ones that they had because they had very few of other types of bills. And since I was the banker and their friend, I took note of this, and I went out of my way to pay them only in ones whenever I landed on one of their spaces. Of course, this backfired on me shortly in the end, as eventually I was being paid by them all in ones. Anyway, hope the show comes back, and thank you for the laughs, Christian. Christian, thank you so much for writing in. I had no idea there was... Man, there is a there is a monopoly... For every theme imaginable, I wouldn't be surprised if there is a My Little Pony Monopoly. If there is, send me a screenshot or a link. Um, I, I would just love to see that. I know there's Star Wars because I think I've owned it. And it had a... No, I'm thinking of Star Wars Trivial, Trivial Pursuit. 
That's a hard thing to say two times fast. I'm going to try it. Trevor Pursuit, Trevor Pursuit, Trevor Pursuit, Trevor, Trevor. I just said Trevor. Reference to an old podcast uh, co-host. Um, guys, that's it for this time, man. I appreciate you guys. Did you know that you can sponsor your own episode of NL Pass for only $5? You can. You can visit nlcast.com slash sponsor. Man, we're back in the program. Why not get your message out or just uh, dedicate the show to someone that you love? You can email your NL Pass moments, stories, and emails to me at james at nlcast.com. You can listen to all the past episodes, by the way, at podcast.nlcast.com or just look it up in iTunes. Like us on Facebook if you haven't. Just, you know, type in Nobody's Listening Podcast and we'll be right there waiting on you and virtually, of course. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash nlcast. And uh, leave us an iTunes review if you haven't yet. You know, do it. It's... And go back if you haven't if you haven't done it in a while maybe you did go back and, and, and update that joker because it's a whole new thing now check out my other shows oh, I'm sorry my other show <laughs> about making the most of every single day it's called Made My Day and it's at mmdcast.com and of course you can look it up in iTunes and Facebook and all that stuff uh, access all of the NLCast Network shows archived just for you at NLCast.com. Thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to Rob Gobers for the awesome music you're hearing right now. And uh, thanks for the co-hosts of Days Gone By, our contributors, and everyone who listens. And remember, when you tell a funny life story, tell it like nobody's listening. We'll see you guys next time. Take care. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio.